Rewind. Let's go back in the day with Cherry Johnson. Shop all things Cherry Johnson at therealcherry.com. Welcome to Cherry's World. The only podcast coming through your beat stereo is Cherry's World, so let's go around like a merry-go. Plug your phone in, make sure it got a full battery. Download it Wednesday, listen to it Saturday. She cover all topics, whatever you after. She got ball players, authors, doctors, actors, rappers, singers, entrepreneurs, divas, leaders, androids or Apple, turn up your speakers. Trying to shoot my shot like the vaccine, whether it's Cherry or Maxine, whether the podcast or acting, she that queen. PYT, you know what that means. Saw you on TV and touch the screen, touch on you. I plead Lucy, has got a crush on you. It'll mean the world to get a blush from you. Teaspoon to me, leave you sleep like Robitussin do. What's up, what's up, what's up, and welcome to Cherry's World. Today, Courtney and I have a real treat for you. We got Miss Char Jackson in the house. That's right, a lot of you may know her from TV shows like Moesha, The Parenthood, Smart Guy. She was on the Mother and Daughter Experiment, and she was also doing a lot of reenactments on According to Him and Her. But today, she is here to talk to us, not about KFED, but about her new business venture called Charmonious. This is Cherry's World. Question. Are you tired of unsanitary work facilities like restrooms, break rooms, maybe even sitting at your desk with your allergies flaring up because the dust all around you is so thick you can write your name in it? Well, look no more. The answers to all your needs is here. We here at Special Care Janitorial have been servicing the Dallas Metroplex for over 11 years with a list of satisfied clients, small family-owned businesses, and large corporations We stand on giving the type cleaning your mother would approve of. If you're seeking the cleaning with care, visit our website today at www.specialcarejanitorial.com or reach out to one of our consultants at 469-772-0164. And always remember, you're special because we care. Welcome to Cherry's World. Please give a warm welcome for my baby cousin, Sean Jackson. Hey, what's up? Big fan, big fan. How are you? I'm awesome. How about you? Good, good. Hey, cousin. Yes. Okay, so let me start this off because I know Courtney's going to want to dig into your past. I want to dig into your present real quick. <laughs> the present's better anyway. <laughs> That's right. So I've been gone a year. I won't say where I am, but I left home and I left my little cousin. Little cousin, catch me up. Tell me about this new business venture. What you got going on? Okay, first and foremost, you, you know I still cry because you're gone, right? I'm sorry, don't cry, love you. All right, I just had to just had to put that out there first. Okay, uh, so business venture. Okay, chair. So you know how our skin is in our family, dude. Like everybody's super sensitive to all this crap, and we break out easily and all that type of stuff, right? Yes. So what I figured out was how to stop buying all this garbage that they have in the markets or the stores or whatever, because that's literally what it is, is garbage. There's more chemicals in that stuff than anything else in the world. It just makes some stuff all natural. And, you know, when you think natural, you're like, oh, that's real earthy or whatever. And you don't think that people really wash 
all the time and things like that because they're trying to be earthy. But that's not the case. Yeah, there's, so there's all this garbage and chemicals and stuff and everything. People are wondering why everybody's getting cancer and all this other stuff. It's because, you know, our the government regulations, they don't really care about what we're doing to ourselves. They they, they don't care. They're like, oh, you want to, yeah, it is going to make us money? Sure, prove it. So anyway, needless to say, I um, started a skincare line um, and a bath and body products of all natural products. Um stuff that I felt comfortable with my family using. I knew exactly what was in it. So it made me feel good. And, um, and that's kind of what I'm doing right now. So I have the bath and body products, which um, is Charmonious. And that stuff is like all natural soaps and uh, body butters and creams and bath bombs and all these awesome things. Um, but everybody thinks too, when they think natural, that it just has to be plain looking, whatever. My stuff is very, very luxurious looking and yummy. It all looks like a lot of it looks like food, um, like desserts and stuff like that. So it's stunning stuff, uh, but it's still natural and amazing for you. So that's that. We will post some pictures because your stuff looks like I just want to lick it. Yeah. No, for real. I'm looking at it now. This is not food. That is not food. No. I mean, charmonious. Like it sounds, it can be playful, but it's kind of like sexy, charmonious. It is. Come on, Al. I mean, and that, and that describes me right there in a nutshell. Oh, playful, sexy. I love it. Uh -huh. Are you making this stuff yourself? I do. I make it, and and uh, Corey, she is my co-partner. So my daughter, Corey, she, uh, at nine times out of ten, it's she and I making everything. I mean, the boys jump in every now and again, but... Uh, it's kind of mine and Corey's little creative baby. And where can people find your products? Uh, at charmonious.com. So it's all online right now. We're hoping to do a storefront probably by next year. Um, but uh, right now it's uh, at charmonious.com. And is it made to order? Uh, not the soaps. The soaps have to cure. So the only thing that... Uh, uh, what makes soap soap is, you know, a combination of oils, butters, and lye um, and water. So the lye, which once you, emulsify, you know, emulsify it or whatever, it's, it's basically gone, but I let it cure for four to six weeks. So the soaps, I make four to six weeks in advance, and then I put them up when they're ready. Uh, but like the body butters and the bath bombs and uh, the unicorn dust and all that stuff is made to order. I'm looking at the peaches and cream and the 4th of July. This stuff looks good. So like. It's not a joke. <laughs> but like what if a kid tries to eat it? Well, hopefully they have a parent who will <laughs> let them know that it's soap. And, and trust me, when they taste it, they will realize that it is soap. Remember that thing when parents used to be like, I'll wash your mouth out with soap? Yeah. Well, kids will do it to themselves. What if a parent tries to eat it? Because I'm looking, thinking about well, eating it. Well, then, hey, <laughs> hey, you know, it is all natural. It's going to wow. be nasty as hell. But, <laughs> but you're going to be okay. This but you'll good. be all right. <laughs> wow. So, Char, you were just going back to entertainment because that's what everybody wants to hear about. You were gone yes. like a month or two ago working on a project. Can you tell us about it? I can't yet. I can't. But, I mean, that's the thing. Like, you know the industry, man. Like, I, I kind of pulled back a little bit from being in the forefront all the time because I had my little splash in the media, which I wasn't really a fan of. So I pulled back a little bit from Hollywood to focus on some other stuff and build some other empires and stuff for my family and not just leave them TV money. Um, 
but but I'm still acting. You know what I mean? I'm still acting. I'm still I'm uh, producing. I'm I'm directing now. So um, it's just l- luckily enough we have the luxury because we have worked our butts off for you know almost forty something year, almost forty years. Damn, that's crazy to say. Um, but since we have done that, we have that luxury to kind of work when we want to work, you know, and explore these other things in life. So, but I'm still doing it. I'm still in Hollywood. Oh, I know. That's why I wanted to let other people know because everybody, you know, I get these people who write me all the time. And they're like, yeah, you have been. And I just laugh. I'm like, well, y'all listen. <laughs> You're like, if anything, I just has been that shit. I'm doing something else now. So there you go. I'm having my recess like y'all was having y'all recess when y'all was in Stewart. So see, and that's the thing they don't understand. Chair, they don't they don't get it because we didn't have that break growing up. You know, we we were working fourteen, fifteen hours a day while everybody was going to school, going home, playing on their bikes, and um, going to sleep. Like we, that wasn't our life. And so right. now we want to rest. We're a little tired. Um, we want a nap. I love it because I always say, well, how can it? Ain't never gonna be calling me a has been. That can't offend me. So yeah, I, that that's the weirdest term to me. It's like you you has been okay. Well, you, yeah, I have been a lot of things, but what have you been? Right, I have been, but I'm still a bitch. Um, exactly. <laughs> on, on that bitch mode, cuz out. <laughs> Can you tell us a little bit about your relationship with social media? How do you feel about it? You know what? The social media thing to me is still so freaking bizarre, man. Like, I love the fact that I can communicate directly with, you know, uh, people that support me and, and, and things like that. Like, that's awesome. Uh, and I like sometimes that I can say what I need to say to the people that don't. Um, it's just, it's, <laughs> it's just still weird to me that people want to see me post pictures of what's going on in my life. That's so bizarre to me. Yeah. I feel like that. And I'm not even a celebrity. Like, like they keep, people tell me to get your Instagram. I just, I just have a hard time with social media. I do too. And, and the weirdest thing is, unfortunately, it's a huge part of our industry now. Um, like I, I met with a, a casting director about a project and they were like, Oh, Shar, Yeah. We love you for this thing. Uh, one question though, what's your social media numbers? And I was like, wait, what? I said, what? And apparently that's like a huge thing now. Everybody wants to know what your social media numbers are. So I was like, so you mean to tell me I don't have to be able to act at all anymore. I don't have to have any talent. I can just, as long as I got those numbers, you're going to put me in the project. That's crazy. Well, let me tell you how that kicks them in the butt. Being on the producer side, I've watched them do that, right? But then they get uh-huh. usually a cute girl who can't act, she doesn't know how to hit her marks, she doesn't know how to find her life, she doesn't know her lines. Right. And so, so now everybody on set is irritated. <laughs> right. And mad, but, but she got the numbers on social media. But she got the numbers. <laughs> hey, Shar, can I just say this, though? Like, your role as Nisi was just, like, very real to me, because, like, I just remember one scene in like in the dorm room with a guy and I really thought you was getting ready to hit him. I don't know if you remember the scene I'm talking about, but it was like, I guess he No, got- but I think I did hit a few people. Like I, you know, because <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm pseudo method. You know what I mean? So, yeah, right. <laughs> so I become another person. So at that moment, 
whatever he was saying to me, that was real. Yeah, you so played, he might have got smacked. He might have got smacked. I don't know. Yeah, you played the hell I don't out remember. That. I, really, I really enjoyed that growing up, man. That You played the hell out that role. It's Thank so, you. It was a lot of fun. It's so funny that you brought up Nisi, right? Because Sean and I had this conversation a few years ago, and she said, yeah, because well, we both made a living off of being dumb. I said, oh, speak for yourself. Yeah. Dumb. She said, yes, you were, baby. <laughs> you remember that yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Why, or why if we portrayed that? to be dumb, like our characters, everybody thought our characters were stupid. Like everybody thought that. Like you didn't find out that Nisi was going to like a, a Ivy League school until the very last episode. I swear to God. The entire, the entire series, you thought she was a moron. <laughs> Struggling in class, can't get anything done, saying the silliest stuff. But then at the end, it was like, oh, what are you talking about? I'm going to blah, blah, blah. And it was like an Ivy League school. It was hilarious. I'm so dumb. I didn't realize that Maxine was dumb until Char said. Exactly. She said, exactly. come on, boo. You went to the movie theaters with a lawn chair. You remember that? Oh, come on. <laughs> the drive-in. Yeah. Not, not the drive-in, but the movie theater. That's OK. Come on. <laughs> oh, drive-in. Yeah, we went to the drive-in. I was like, damn. Maybe I was. <laughs> 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 nah, but y'all characters was more than that. I'm a fan, so y'all characters was more. I, this is the first time I ever heard someone say y'all was dumb. Like I, I, I think of Nisi as being like a like a roundaway girl, like 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 the best friend that would just like fight or you know just always had um, Moesha's back. That's what I remember. Well, that sounds like somebody we know, huh? Yeah. Well. I <laughs> Damn. Oh, I like I like your description of her a lot better. <laughs> hey, hey, can I ask you this? Um, Lamont Bentley. Yes. Man, I, I, I still I still haven't got over that, and I know you knew him. Like, man. and so and so, if you haven't gotten over it, imagine how I feel. <laughs> man, I'm over here brother. down this water. I had to take it a sip for the homies. Yeah, no, nah, LB. That was that was my family from. Even before Moesha, you know, he and I did a show together called South Central, and uh, that's where our bond first began. And uh, that was that was my brother. That was, that was a hard hard thing. Damn, I forgot about that. As soon as you said, I rem oh man, I forgot about South Central. Mm hmm. Damn. Now you just fucked yeah. up the whole vibe. Just less, Courtney. I didn't mean to, but <laughs> but you know what. No, I but I love speaking about his memory, though. Like, you know, like, in, if you asked me this a couple years ago, I probably still would have broke down and cried. But, like, today I'm in such a peaceful place that I love to hear people remembering him because I don't want anybody to ever forget him or, or Yvette or, you know, Bernie Mac or, 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 or any of the people that we've, Merlin, any, anybody that we've lost, you know, that became our family. So I don't mind talking about them as long as it um, – it keeps their, their legacy going and people remember all the hard work that they did and how amazing they were. Those are all my questions too. Uh, Marilyn Santana and Bernie Mac, those are all my questions I was going to ask you about. I swear. Like, I mean, you can't talk about the fellas and leave out Yvette now. That was, that was, my, that was my best friend on the planet. Really? And, uh, you know, that was a really, really hard one. My cousin Cherry had to help me through that one a lot. That one hit me to my core. So, now we um, need the kids too, you know, because the kids grew up on set. Yeah. Babies were yeah. There. yeah. 
yeah, the whole family was affected by by all of those losses, man, especially Vetton and, and LB. What was it like working with Bernie Mac, though? <laughs> Uncle Bernie was crazy. <laughs> he was crazy. Uh, I loved him so dearly. Um, he was such an amazing person, such an awesome spirit, such a talented dude. And I remember when he came to Moesha, uh, he was a little nervous. He was like, man, you know, I'm, I don't know how I'm going to be treated here. And then we embraced him as family. And then uh, years later, once he started doing the Bernie Mac show, I actually came and did a guest star on that show. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he came up to me and just embraced me. It was just like, nah, baby girl. I mean, if you need a new home, this can be it. And I was just like, well, hey, how you doing? <laughs> wow. What a warm welcome. Wow. Yeah, no, awesome, awesome dude, man. Uh, you, awesome dude. You got to guest star on a lot of good shit, cuzzo. Yeah, what? I think I I definitely stopped by everything that was on UPN. As Nisi, as a matter of fact, I think Nisi literally jumped from like four shows just doing a guest spot. Just everybody was like, "Can we get Nisi this week? We don't want Shar, but let me get. Can we get Nisi?" <laughs> so I definitely guest starred on like everything on UPN. But but yeah, guest starring was my thing for a really 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 long time, man. I I think the majority of stuff that was on TV, I probably appeared in at least once. What was your favorite? Um, TV-wise or just period? Like my favorite all-time job. Oh, damn. Okay, favorite all-time. Okay, favorite all-time was probably Good Burger. Oh, shit. Uh, well, and what a, lot of, what a lot of people don't know is I actually interviewed with Char for the same part, and she got it. Really? <laughs> we, no, no, we did that a lot in our life. Like, it, it was always... Like, we would show up or we call each other and be like, yeah, I got an audition tomorrow. Oh, yeah, what is it? Oh, well, I'll see you there. Like, it, that that happened the majority of our life. But it was, I could have never, like, I know why she got fired. <laughs> Welcome to Good Burger. Welcome to Good Burger, man. Take your order. <laughs> I could never <laughs> any of those lines the way she did. She killed it. <laughs> it was so much fun. Like, I had so much fun working on that film. That it was insane. We all we did was laugh and joke and be silly, and get get work done and get a check. It was beautiful. Man, y'all don't know how this make me feel as a fan, cause like this is my era. I don't know nothing about stuff that happened after two thousand and three. So like all this stuff right here. <laughs> I ain't mad about, at you. <laughs> hey, this is my era. Like I'm like a this is this is just dope for me. Like this, I love this right here. I can talk all day about this. I was gonna say I think it was dope for us too, because for me. Going to the movies, first of all, to see the movie Good Burger was yeah. awesome, but I got to watch my cousin right. in the movie. And yeah, we're both like super, super fans of each other. It's insane. Oh, yeah. But, like, I am her fan. Like, if she does something, I don't even watch TV, yeah. but I watch everything that she's ever done. Man. That's it, it's crazy. It's crazy. Like, and then I'll go to the movies or something and see something not knowing that she was in it and like call like, oh my God, I saw you. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. It's really stupid and super excited. And that's just how we've always been, man. It's, it's incredible. <laughs> I mean, I, I walked in my grandma's house, you know, and my grandma is sitting there watching. You did some, some, something on VH1 or something. The, the exercise show or something. Right, 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 right. Yeah, I, the uh, Fit Club. The Fit Club, and I, I'll never forget. And can I say what Grandma said? I know you're going to get mad. I shouldn't. Please, yes, please. Yeah, no, go ahead. Because Grandma used to be. 
we're not talking about Peyton and Brittany today, okay? But when right. I walked in, my grandma was sitting in the chair and she was eating something and she turned around and she said, call your cousin. I said, what? She said, tell her ass if she cried one more time about Kate Bed on this fucking TV. <laughs> <laughs> I never really <laughs> I had to explain I had to explain to my grandma about, about editing. I was like, look, grandma, look, they asked me about that food probably two times, man. They asked me for like four hours and use that in eight eighteen episodes. Wow. So, I <laughs> is not only do we watch each other, but the whole family is really engaged and extremely supportive oh, yeah. of Damn. us and what we do. Damn. Yeah, and our family's incredible. <laughs> I see. Wow. Yeah, we are lucky. So it, it don't matter if you walk in grandma or well, well we won't be walking in grandma's no more. But and I don't say like <laughs> but grandma's <laughs> <laughs> right. Can I can I get your opinion on something? What what you thought about the way Moesha ended? It sucked. It wasn't supposed to end. Right. Um, we were actually we found out two weeks before we were coming back, uh, that we weren't coming back. Um <laughs> Yeah, the network, you know, had a change of heart after whatever happened. I, I don't necessarily know, but uh we were, we, I mean, we gone all hiatus and prepared to come back, and we were two weeks out, and then it was like, you know what? Actually, never mind. And it's crazy because, like, if this was, if this was now, Netflix would have picked that up because it was, it, I mean, because the oh, last episode, right? You know what I mean? So that's just crazy how how the world just changed like that. Don't but you know, the beautiful thing is Netflix, Netflix can still pick up a reboot. So you oh. never know. I, I hear my friends at nine hundred two one zero are coming back. So damn. Yeah, so that just goes know. to show that the 90s was just the best era because the, all the shows from the 90s are just getting like a second life. That just goes to show. It was beautiful. Yeah. It was beautiful. It's when comedy was comedy. It's when, you know, it, it was just, it was a good time. It was a good time. I had so much fun in the 90s. It was insane. Right. So if they were going to do a reboot of Moesha, what would you see happening in the first episode? Mm. That is, the, and that I think is the number one question because my my question to the people that I've spoke to who have mentioned it was, uh, all right, well, how do we address, you know, all the beautiful people that are no longer with us? That's that's my first thing. Yeah. And what what is what is the new storyline? Where what what makes it make sense? And um, I actually came up with an idea, Chair. I'm going to call you later too because I have um, an idea that I want you to help me write the script. Um, sure. I don't know if you guys know how how beast mode Cherry is at writing scripts. Like she's insane. Like it's bonkers. I know how to talk it and say it, but I don't have the patience to sit down and write. I, I read a book. Oh well, there, well, there you go. There no, you go. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so I'm gonna call you later about that. But, um, but yeah, that's the biggest thing. Is like just trying to figure out what direction it would go in. What would what would it be about? I mean, one of the beautiful things about Moesha was, you know, she was this adolescence growing up, you know, kind of in the hood and, and you know, going through life, middle class hood, basically, and, and going through life trying to uh, figure out what life is all about. Yeah, now she's going to come back as a, as a grown ass woman. So she should probably have an idea. I bet you she does. Okay, now I don't want to get all caught up on Moesha. <laughs> I want to go back to the present time. And I want to ask you a question that was posed to me earlier because we grew up together. We have a lot of the same friends and family. And Courtney, right. 
first year, so I want your take on it too. Okay. I was told that men and women cannot just be friends. That is an absolute lie. And whoever says that, they are just, uh, they either are a fucking horn dog that just can't control themselves or, <laughs> or they just uh, don't understand the boundaries. Like I, I have platonic relationships with, with men that I've never even looked at and, and uh, uh, thought about anything sexual. But like those are some of my closest friends in the world. They become my brothers. It's just that. I don't, I don't, we have you know this, come on, man. Exactly. So I, I just think it's so bizarre that people are like, well, men and women can't be. No, that means you might have a control issue uh, or maybe some type of sex addiction or something that you might need to get looked at. But um, men and women can definitely be friends. I'm sorry, but even some of my homeboys got sex addictions and we still just homies. Damn. <laughs> you know exactly. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for real. Courtney, you and I, you're married. Right. We well, are. you know what? It's easy for me to answer that question now. You know, I'm 39. But if, <laughs> 15 years ago, I probably would have had a different answer for both of y'all. <laughs> really? Yeah. Cause well, I, I think didn't... it's, but that might be hormonal, though, Chair. Think about it. That could be a hormone thing. Like, it's men at a certain age or, you know, adolescents at certain ages, they, that's all that's on their mind anyway. So, they probably can't at that point. Most of them, you know what I mean. They're, they're. I'm sure they're, they're, they're the few that that have control. But the ones that are dealing with the hormonal imbalances and all that stuff, maybe they can't. I'm, that's crazy for me because you know how I grew up. All my friends have always been men. I was always well, like, I do. Come on. And see, that's the part that I couldn't understand. That I can't understand because I didn't. I, I'm not the. Don't get me wrong. I'm not the best looking motherfucker, but. I can't see myself growing up around girls like y'all and just saying, man, let's be, I want to be friends with Cherry. Yeah, you see that girl, Shaw, right there? I want to be her friend. I don't, but you know, I'm going to be honest. A lot of it probably didn't start with them just wanting to be our friends. Like, okay. they probably did want a bonus. Don't get it, don't get it twisted. I'm sure they but, did. <laughs> but we're so cool and so, like, we'll go play basketball with you. I'm doing martial arts with you ass. Right, like, right. you know what I mean? Like, it, 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 it turns into something different where you look at this like this girl and you're like, oh, damn, like, she for real, like one of the fellas. Cherry gonna sit there, have a beer with you, fart right. and watch a game or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's really on the guys, though. Different. It's on the guys. It's on the guys because a it lot is. of guys, including myself, don't take the time out to actually get to know somebody. They just, we're visual. We're visual people. Exactly. So, exactly. Yeah. And I'm sorry, Shar, I don't want to keep you forever, but I want you to use our home and our platform, like your home and your platform. What has nobody ever asked you in an interview that you wish they had? Oh, damn, that's good. Oh, you're good at this, Kazo. Um. <laughs> I'm just saying, because you know, people always ask the same shit. Like, hey, how'd you get your job on Punky Brewster? What was it like being on Urkel for 10 years? Ask me some new shit. <laughs> right? No, that's real, dude. Oh, my God. Um, Damn. It's so good. Like, I got to marinate on it. Hold on. Jerry, you just got um, rid of, like, six of my questions. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, scra he's scratching the shit off his list right now. Like, I'm oh, my God. Real. Okay, never mind. Oh, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Okay. Um, <laughs> but I know as an actress, like, sometimes I just won't do the interview. I don't do interviews. And it's not that I'm trying to be a bitch, but... I don't want to do the same interview over and over and over again. I'm mm -hmm. bored. Right. 
Um, I think, you know what, let me say this. I think, uh, I think something I just really want people to know about me is why I do what I do. Um, why I chose acting, you know what I'm saying? Or why, just literally why I act. And honestly, um, it has nothing to do with fame or any of that shit. To be honest, it makes me feel amazing making other people feel what I'm feeling. Like sharing that, like bringing people in and just making people feel something, whether it be laughter or something dramatic, whatever it is, sharing that moment of feeling, feeling connected to people, that's like the most awesome feeling in the world. It is. And you, you put it so eloquently and, and you made it seem so nice. See, I think mine is a control issue. I get off on controlling other people's emotions. Right, Explain right. That. Explain that though. What you mean? I mean, it's the same shit I just said. Literally, she just oh. said it with, uh, like a dominatrix. She just said it with a whip. You know what I mean? But, but, it, but it's, literally, it's literally the same road. It's being able to make people feel what you want them to feel. Yeah. Like if I want you to be pissed, I can make you pissed. If I want you to cry, I can make you cry. But yeah. I, think, I think you like entertaining them and I like controlling them. Yeah. Damn. Damn, that's deep right there. <laughs> so, so you can see who the dark cousin is, right? No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the dark, the dark cousin is the light cousin. Go figure. Huh? Yeah, exactly. yeah. And see, people never assume. There you go. <laughs> hey, I got a question. About, I got a question for you. Um, it says on your Instagram, actress, director, CEO, philanthropist, advocate, and gamer. Like, you, what do you mean by? Yeah. You play games? Oh no, I'm I'm a no, I'm a pro gamer. Like I'm I'm a Microsoft Mixer pro gamer. Like I I game, I tournament, I kick people's asses all day long in video games. That is my thing and it always has been. She's a nerd. Um dude. No, I'm a oh, I am a hardcore nerd, man. Like and now it's just official. Like Microsoft made me a pro, so uh really? I, I get I get paid to game now. Like literally as a teenager, you'd come in the house and I'd be like, Come on, dude. Let's go to Crenshaw. She's like, wait, man, my game's not over. Damn. Your game? I just drove yeah. an hour to come get you. Where are you your game? Yeah, and, and I'm like, and just wait, just wait 20 more minutes, man. Let me finish this 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 round. <laughs> wow. Wow. Hardcore. What, what games you play? It's not a joke. You playing NBA games, NFL games? What are you? I don't really play any of the sports games anymore. Like I, I used to back in the day, but now there's so many options, and I really like. Uh, like RPGs, role-playing, MMOs, things like that. So I'm like right now I'm playing uh, a little bit of Fortnite only because I'm prepping for this, tour this tournament that's going to take place in E3. Um, and Mortal Kombat, we got a tournament of that coming up. And Fallout 76, I'm like in love with that game. Everybody was talking less about it, but I love it. And I'm playing it hardcore right now. So that's the stuff I'm streaming. That's what's going on in my gaming world. That's crazy. I have a gamer name and everything. It's Sherlock Holmes. Don't be mad. Oh, that's what that is. I was just about to ask you what yes. Sherlock Holmes. Yes. Because I am investigating and solving all the clues of these damn games. See, she was trying to have a gaming name. I was trying to have a gang banging name. <laughs> she really was. No, you don't understand, dude. She really was. <laughs> Terry she would come me. down to my house. Like, I lived in the hood, dude. She would come down to my house from, like, uh, from, like, Calabasas area and <laughs> and be like cousin 
let's go drive down to Shaw. And I'd be like, dude, I, I, like, I see the Shaw every day, dude. I don't need to go drive down to Shaw. <laughs> Jerry used to want to drive down to Shaw. <laughs> I was trying to see some black men. You know what I'm saying? I didn't realize that there was black men in between Calabasas and the Shaw. I missed the whole <laughs> down the Shaw. I was like, what is this? What is this girl? Oh yeah. my God. The adventures we had with Cherry trying yeah. to find I love in the hood. <laughs> trying to find love in the hood. <laughs> trying to find love in the hood. I was trying to find love in the hood. Shaw was trying to come to Calabasas and find love. Right, that's, right. That should be a, a title of a reality show. Trying to find love. No, it really should. Oh my God. Let's produce it, Cherry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, do we have to tell my love about finding love in the hood? That was a no-go. <laughs> I, I, you know me, I'm an open book. I give zero. You can tell all my business. I do not care. <laughs> oh, my, you know what? One thing I can say, I can say I don't care and I will share all my business, but I am so happy there was no social media when we were growing up. Like, if, when I got drunk and threw up in Roscoe's, like, I'm glad yeah. I the camera phone was like, ah. Well, because yeah, you know, because because the camera phones in the in this invasion of privacy is one thing. For you to openly share, that's a whole different thing. You know what I mean? But for somebody to go post some shit that you didn't allow them yeah. to post, or you know, that's just not cool. Yeah. And that's what our society has become. Let me film everything I can. Like, why don't you be in the moment? Right. Nobody's in the moment anymore. You know, I was just talking the other day to Unc. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know it's Dr. Dre's uncle. He was talking about us at Larry Parker's. When they, <laughs> when they I'm sorry. <laughs> Larry Parker's was like this after hours eatery, we would say. It people, was the spot. That's where you went after the clubs or whatever. Like you went to Larry Parker's. It was, it was the spot. spot. But we weren't old enough to get in the club. <laughs> yeah, no, we weren't. We weren't. <clears throat> So, we would, so just, we would wait at Larry Parker's. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be the first ones at Larry Parker's. How about that? Make it look like we went out tonight. Right. <laughs> yeah, we were so dumb. We were like, you know, girls get dressed up. They have on high heels. Their hair is up. We got on Adidas sweatsuit. We got on, a, yeah, and, and sneakers. That We're like, what? What's the problem? Oh, we don't, oh. Oh no, yeah. that's not how that's not how it's done. Oh, well, they ain't our two our hair, you know what I'm saying? We got buns. These girls got. Their <laughs> <laughs> I just had a conversation with some men the other day. I said because back in the day, men used to correct young girls. Yeah. Yeah. You know the Easy E, the Dr. Dre, the DOC, um, the Snoop Dogg. They would pull up yeah. and look at us and say, "Go home." Yeah. And we'd be like, "What?" They'd be like, go home. You don't belong here. That's yep. Cool. Quit walk by and just laugh and be like, it's past your curfew. <laughs> yep. Oh, my God. How many times have we heard that one? Oh, that's the, cool. You know, the, the Mark Curry's, the hanging with Mr. Cooper? Um, yep. He out and he would literally follow my car to the freeway to make sure that we were on our way home and then call him. Yep, he sure was. <laughs> Oh, the Los he, Angeles. He pulled me. He pulled me out of a club one time, dude. That, like, like I was his daughter. Like he pulled me out, and I was like, dude, like, no, actually, this time I'm old enough to be in here. Well, you don't look like it. Going home, Shar, going home. And Wait. He, he meant it, and that's what men yeah. do. What happened to that? Men don't do yeah. that to young girls anymore. Well, no, the Los- now they're scooping them up and taking them home, and yeah, yeah I just, you know, I thought you needed to be in a bed. 
the Los Wait, Angeles what? the Los Angeles celebrity men must have been way different than Chicago celebrity men because I don't know those same don't well, know yeah, those we, things. We didn't grow up with R. Kelly. <laughs> See? <laughs> uh, and we are so not gonna go there. <laughs> oh she oh she 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 was around she was around the two. Yeah, she know Kels. She knows Come on, man. Damn. She was around everything I was around, Courtney. Damn. Like that's my ace boom coon right here. Damn. Yep. Damn. <laughs> that's crazy. Oh man. I mean, but I think men, please, Courtney, tell your boys, like, we need to get back to that. My daughter needs those kind of men around her that will send her home. Wait, so Cherry, let me tell you, let me tell you a good story though. This will make you feel good. So um I took Cassie to Sundance with me last year, okay? Okay. And um That's her daughter. And I, I don't know if it was last year or the year before. So we went to Sundance, and she was she's grown now. So Cassie wanted to hang out at the club, whatever, and go to all the little parties, whatever. And so initially, you know, I'll do it for like five minutes, but then I'm going home because I want to go play a video game. Um, so we went to the club, and we were with a bunch of friends, uh, you know, industry friends of mine or whatever. And I told them, I was like, all right, so I'm about to leave. And I told Cassie, let's go. She was like, no, mama, I think I want to stay. And I was like, let me check with everybody, make sure it's good. You guys good? Y'all got her? No, we got her. Sorry, you're fine. Okay, cool. Because we are in a different state. Like, this is not, you know, just leave your children. Okay. I was like, all right. So <clears throat> I go go to my hotel. Cassie goes out with them. They all get completely drunk, whatever. Uh, at one point, they say, let's go from their one club. They're sitting at, a, at their little booth or whatever. They say, let's go. They start walking to the door. Cassie forgets she left her jacket at the at the table, goes back to the table. They're all drunk, so they already hopped in a car and left. They don't realize that they left Cassie, okay? So Cassie's sitting in her little booth. Her booth is next to um, another celebrity's. Uh, and so the celebrity sitting at her table, looks over and sees her, and was like, why are you sitting by yourself? <clears throat> and she was like, I think um, all of my mom's friends just left. <laughs> And so, <laughs> and he can tell that she's drunk or whatever. So he was like, well, who's your mom? And she was like, Shar. And he was like, okay, I'm going to need you to come over here, sit at my table. I'm going to make sure you get home. Uh-huh. And I'm going to tell you right now that little John took my little drunk ass daughter wow. back to, to his space, called me and had his security bring her to my hotel, which was like 30 minutes away from where he was staying. He was like, Char, I just wanted to let you know, I got your baby. She's good. I'm going to send her, you know, home to you and make sure you're good. So I'm saying that to say, Cherry, they're not all gone because Lil John made sure that that Cassie was good. You know what I'm saying? Thank God. Like, Luther Campbell watched my ass when I was a kid. Yeah. See, we uh, us from the outside looking in, we would never think to hear a story like that about Lil John or Luke or, you know, we would never think to hear that. Yeah, because that's the thing. Like everybody thinks they know them, but you just you know their Hollywood persona. You don't know them as people. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. they're they're awesome ass dudes. Yeah, great man. Thank you, little John. Yeah. yeah. The story could have went totally different. I could be looking for it. More. Really could have because apparently dudes are like walking by trying to. And he shut it all down. Like mm mm nope mm mm. Thank Come God. Sit over here, baby girl. Wow. That's Thank cool. God. That's cool. Thanks that's God. And thank you, Shar. I appreciate you. You know, you came to play with your cousin, and you always support everything I do. That means a lot to me. Always. Always. 
If you were if you were selling farts, man, I'd buy one. I'd probably give it back to you later, but I would buy it just to support you. Because that's how we roll. I appreciate it. I really, really do. And we're going to pub the hell out of this. So when, when, when you get a chance, can you make us a commercial? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, and literally, like, don't just pump it up because it's mine. Like, like I said, these products on the market right now are out here killing us, dude. Everybody's uh-huh. coming up with cancer and all this other stuff, and they're trying to wonder why. Look, at, Just pick up a bottle of your, your, your shower gel and, and see what's in that mess. Try to read it. Try to, uh, try to read it. How about that? Try to read it. You know, look, pick up a bottle of your lotion and just try and read what's in it. And then you wonder why all these people are getting sick from all these different things. Like, this stuff is natural. It's reasonably priced because I feel like everybody deserves to be healthy. Everybody deserves a little taste of the best. And that's what this stuff is. I'm super, super proud of it, man. And I did it to change not only my family's lives, but everybody else, you know. I'm going to pump it up because I've been using your bath bombs. And the baby uses the bath bombs. <laughs> my skin yeah. is super duper sensitive. And I can't Because use- I put all the best oils in the stuff I make, dude. Like, I don't use any garbage, man. It's all the best of the best. And that's just that. And and so that's that part of the line. Um, later this year, I got the CBD stuff coming out, too. And that's a full 25-product skincare line. Um, everything that's like healing, because people don't understand the power of CBD. And hopefully we can educate more people on that, too. So We'll come back. Promise you'll yeah. come back. I will, for sure. Absolutely. Thank you. This is such an honor to talk with, you know, talk with you because I've been like I said I've been a fan and you just made me remember about all the other like I said anything after 2003 I don't remember or know but all that stuff the 90s that's 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 that stuff is like so nostalgic to me so thank you for uh, letting me be part of this anytime and thank you so much for supporting both me and Cherry you know through our careers that means a lot welcome to Cherry's world Would you like to advertise on Cherry's World and have your product placed on Cherry's social media for the world to see? Email us now at cherriesworldpodcast at gmail.com for low introductory rates. Cherry's World Podcast. Get heard. That's just, that's just crazy to me. Like, I just, I know, I just, never, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> I wasn't expecting Aww. that. I mean, cause like I said, like, I just literally just watched, I think they replay Moesha, you know? And I know, she, I know you guys, I, I hate to always like, just keep you in Family Matters and her and Moesha and stuff, but that's what like, I remember, you know what I mean? Like, that's the stuff that I just remember the most. And like I and I and I get to see that stuff again, and it's just like wow, it's just crazy. And like I said, both of you guys played the hell out of that role of both of your roles. You know, I think you both were like uh, the star, uh, Brandy and uh, the other girls' uh, best friends, and both of you guys played the hell out of those roles. You know what I mean? So it's crazy. Yeah, I am all countess. I mean, Laura. <laughs> I can't remember nobody's stage name. <laughs> That's right, Countess. That's right, Countess. Countess Bond. Yeah, That's I played her cousin That's on the Parkers. That's right. That's right. And Nisi, of course, went over to the Parkers. She, I'm telling you, she got to do everything. So she came over to the Parkers as well? She was on the Parkers. I believe she even got to do Girlfriends. 
So, so, so she said every basically everything in UPN. So was UPN set up like the way you said, like um, Family Matters and Jamie Foxx show and all that stuff was set up? What, what was I think that? so. At one point they were. Where exactly they were, I couldn't tell you because I wasn't there. I was at work at the same time. Oh, okay. But I know where her set was, and I know where Moesha, I mean, where um, the Parkers was because I did the Parkers. Wow. But besides from those two shows, I don't know. I didn't work on the other ones. I was on the other side of town. I just couldn't even imagine living in LA. The fact that you girls lived in LA, survived LA, that just that's just amazing to me. Cause I know the times I've been out there, I'm like, man, I would just die out here. There's no way I could. Man, I mean, Chicago is you know ain't no punk either, but it ain't LA. <laughs> it you know, LA is it, people watch a lot of TV, <laughs> and so they think of like what they see on TV. Yeah. LA was very kind to me, I can say, and there was no hood that I felt like I couldn't go to, and there was no hood that I didn't go to. Wow, it was just like for me, Landon. I think I told you this before. Everybody had a, a Benz. Everybody had a, and I and I rented a wow. Toyota Avalon. And I like, I'm thinking I'm doing some shit. And Nobody I'm, had a Benz. Not everybody had a Benz. I proudly drove a Toyota Camry. Anybody in LA can tell you, Cherry Johnson in the '90s had a black Toyota Camry. It was a 1994 at XLE, and it was all paid for. The day I left out of the lot, and I thought I was doing big shit. Well, you were just smart, then. you know. You were smart, but I know when I was on the what's that? What's that? The 405 or whatever, man. Yeah. Every I turn to my left, there's a there's a, a Lexus. I turn to my right, there's a Benz. There's a BMW in front of me. I'm like, that's true. Does anybody drive a regular car? Like you don't see that kind of stuff in in Chicago like that, you know? They they actually clowned me a lot. Cause they'd be like, when we pulled up at Family Matters, the rest of them had BMWs, Vipers. Their cars would change all the time. I had the same Toyota Camry for 13 years and was proud of it. Yeah. Because my car ran. Same but I did, I did have a stint where I went through my sports car thing. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I had a little Lambo and stuff like that. So I had some fun times too in LA. But I've always been very, you know, I'm, I'm a hood chick, man. I, I live in the hood, thank God, because I got a good job and got out. But yeah. I have that same mentality. Hey, is she from? Um, uh, I don't know if you want me to say this on the on the thing. Is she from Pittsburgh too? I can edit it out. No, you. she's from Boston. Ah, you can say that. You don't have to edit it. She's from Boston. Oh, okay. So y'all, y'all both moved out to LA around the same time. Same town. She was actually there before I was. Oh, okay. Damn. And your grandmother that y'all was talking about, where did she stay? My grandmother, she's in heaven now. Okay. Sorry. She's in heaven. That's okay. She she died uh, last year, Mother's Day. So oh. Mother's Day was the anniversary of my grandmother's life. Damn, sorry to hear that. That's okay, Alzheimer's. Um, you know, my grandmother, when you're there and you're present and they know that they were loved by you, it makes it a little easier when they're gone. She had prepared me for her death for a very long time. My grandmother had 18 heart attacks. Oh, she had triple bypass surgery. She had eight kids and was a cancer survivor. So she was the strongest woman I've ever met in my life. Yeah. Really? Unfortunately, she died uh, two months after I left LA. I didn't get to say bye to her. But she had already said bye to me in different ways. Like she always wore this ring. 
Yeah. And when my daughter was born, my daughter happens to be, um, her birthstone is a ruby. So my grandmother had never taken that ring off her finger except for maybe when she was in the hospital. And she used to always hand it to me and she used to tell me, when I die, this ring is yours. Well, when I had my daughter, my grandmother took it off her hand and said, this goes to the baby, you take it. And I said, no, Grammy, it's your ring. And she said, no, baby, it doesn't belong to me anymore. It's for the baby. And so my grandmother had prepared me. Very much for her being gone, and I don't feel I miss her and I love her, right? Right, but I hear her every day, and my daughter is definitely a splitting image of her, and so it makes it a little easier, yeah. Yeah, yeah. she lived in LA as well, she did at first, okay. but she moved there, yes. Can't live far from your grandma, man. You gotta go right. home. Tell me about it. Tell me about it. <laughs> Tell me about it. The <laughs> game that, now that the gamer shit is really what threw me off. Like I wasn't expecting to hear that. She's very intelligent. Yeah. And she she's always been like that. Like when you were looking for her as a teenager, she was in her room. Oh, okay. I was the one that was like, let's hit the street, let's go out. I wanna I had stuff to do. Yeah. And she was like, hold on, I'm watching this movie. I'm like, man, don't nobody want to see that movie? <laughs> <laughs> Is you in it? She was like, no. Am I in it? Who's in it? I don't know the people I'm going to sleep. <laughs> I would drop all the way to her house and end up sleep because she wanted to finish watching the movie or playing a game. Damn. I was trying to go out to eat and hit the street. Did you, so did you, you, she calls them LB. So were you, were you like, I know that y'all are on different sets, but like, did y'all know, did you know him too? Lamont was actually supposed to be my boyfriend in the first film that I produced called 75. Really? Unfortunately, he passed and one of his best friends and mine uh, took his place and that's Antoine Tanner. Lamont and I had big plans when I decided that I was going to start producing, that we were going to do at least five or six films together, and we never got to do it. Damn. Yeah, that was my heart, man. Good dude. Damn. And um, the, I was going to ask about the, the Merlin Santana, because I remember like it seemed like him and Merlin Santana, they all, it's like both happened close to each other, I remember. Merlin, yeah. Merlin, um, Neither one of them sit right with me. Merlin's hurts, I think, a little bit more than yeah. LB does. I mean, LB was a car accident. You right, know, car accident. Happens. And, and not saying it makes it better. Right, 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 right. But stuff happens. Merlin was set up by some chick. And um, oh. Merlin was murdered. I remember that. You know, and that, that, that doesn't sit right with me. Wow. Oh, that hurts. I mean, LB hurts too, but Merlin really, it just, it hurts. Can, can I ask you, I know this is going to sound quick, but how'd you know, like, how'd you know Merlin? Because I know we, I never seen y'all work together. Did y'all work together? Wasn't Merlin on Hanging with Mr. Cooper or something? I mean, he's on Steve Harvey's show. He's on the Bill Cosby show. He that's that's that. what I remember off memory. Okay, well, probably because he used to hang out. Well, if he was on the Cosby Show, then that means that he used to hang out with the little homie who played Bud. Yeah. So I thought both of them did um, Hang with Mr. Cooper, which actually shot next door 
to Family Matters. Oh, shit. And oh, that's man. how I met them because I told you, it was like, you know, you, yeah. you, you be in a parking lot. I was a young girl. There's some brothers next door. I'm going to find out who they is. Damn, that's crazy, man. All that talent around, that's just crazy. Yeah, we grew up around each other. You know, and if he was with Dion, Dion and I kind of grew up with each other, so... Which one's Dion? I'm sorry. Which That's who, the, the one that played Bud oh. on the Cosby Show. Dion. Wow. I'm sorry. I'm Damn. Damn, that's crazy. Oh, we all grew up around the same time. Then you got to think, okay, so I knew Raven when she did the Cosby Show, but then she was on Hanging Mr. Cooper, and that was right next door. So Raven was the baby. Hey, when you were around all those people at that time, did, uh -huh. did, did any of them ever say, let me get an autograph, or did you ever say, let me get an autograph? It was just like, we all Those cool. my friends. Wow. Just like, you know, when you was in school, you had recess, right? Yeah. So we had a basketball hoop outside. That was our recess. So when we go outside, that's who we play with. That was, that was our recess buddies. <laughs> that's the best way I can put it for you. You know, we got a 15, 20 minute break. Who do you hang out with? The small lets, because they work in next door this week. You know, like the whole family journey, Jesse, Jesse, Jojo, Jazz, Jockey. That's who you go outside and hang out with because that's who's there. Merlin's there, Dion's there, Raven's there. Um, the kids from what's that show? Step by step. Oh, yeah. Those those become your friends. And you know what I really like though that you said that you and Sharf went out for the same part. And it was like no, no hate, no hate amongst y'all. You know what I mean? Y'all support each other no matter what. Like that was cool. You know, you don't hear that. Dude, we used to go in the same car because we didn't both have gas money. <laughs> we was kids, so it'd be like, you know, my mama gave me twenty dollars. Who gonna drive? Oh, I drive this week. I drive this week, and then we go out and eat, and then we go, we go end up at each other's house anyway. So we would be at the audition, or we'd meet at the audition. We go out to eat. We were lines together. Yeah. Damn. We were just happy. One of if one of us got it, we felt like we both won. We both got it. That's cool. Yeah. Cause I thought, cause you know, you you hear about it being so competitive. So it's, it's when you hear someone being like, you know, you know, congrats, you know, you like, hey, you know, you got it, good, good, whatever. Like, you know, you know, from the outside looking in, you would think it would be more like competitive, like, bitch, how you get my part? You know, that's why I was. Some people are like that, but the way I figure it is what God has for you is for you and nobody can take that from you. Yeah. And if me and her got it, we won. The family's won. Family got it, right. Okay. You know, and so it doesn't matter. I'm the kind of person where I walk in an audition and I'll tell everybody when I leave, break a leg. I want to see one of those women that I love and that I'm, I like watching black women. Man. I just told Tiffany Haddish today, she's a fool. I was excited because she liked my comment on Instagram. I told her today, I'm so proud of you. Damn. She's been trying for so long and she's finally winning. How yeah. can I look at her and say, bitch? I have to look at her and say, go boo. Right. Do that shit. You know what I'm saying? She, she up on stage quit walking and stuff. Like she's having fun and enjoying her life and she is making me proud. Yeah. And I was geeked up. She, she liked my comment. Damn. You know what I'm saying? She's softly. I feel like everybody else. I'm a fan. Right, that's cool. That's cool. Welcome to 
the cherries were.